0: welcome to episode 132 i am your host gail m davis and this is design perspectives welcome to the design perspectives podcast i am your host gail davis I will talk all things design, from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. Hello and welcome back. So I'm super excited. Today's conversation is with the inimitable Amy Flurry recipe for press if you do not have a copy of her book you really need to get it especially as a creator a content creator an interior designer who wants to know how to pitch and what to pitch super important in our conversation today there's a (laughs) there's a lot of noise going on um You'll hear the train in the background where she lives, which I love. It reminds me of being at my cousin's house in Virginia. There's just something amazing about that. Um, okay. So we talk about magazines have a readership and how they must cater to them. And that comes up because a lot of people think they should be pitching their project to El Decor when they should in, actual, in actuality be pitching it probably to House Beautiful or to Rue Magazine. Right, because rue, a d, El decor, House Beautiful, um, any other magazines I'm forgetting, um Veranda, trying to see what comes to my house. Please forgive me if I forget you. Each magazine has their own type of readership, just like every designer has their own type of client. You, every project you do does not belong in every magazine, so you need to know which magazine. And one of the um ways to do it, Amy, is really brilliant about this is take your work and put it up against what you see in the magazine does it compete you know does it compare better yet instead of compete like does it look like it does it rival it does it look like it with something that would be in that magazine and if yes is the answer then pitch it and if you're saying no no but you think you can push it? I wouldn't do it. I would look at other magazines to see where it really goes. Because remember, you're building your brand. You're building your your business. And so you have to be mindful because you also don't want to pitch the wrong magazine and then get the wrong clientele. I mean, we all want, um, at least the majority of us do. Mm, it depends. Uh, <laughs> celebrity, you know, clients that pay. Um, But you have to be mindful about which who you're pitching to. We also talk about um, editors. A lot of people are always asking me, you know, how did I get in with this person? Or, you know, how did I get this from this organization? And it's for me, it's just relationships. It's authentic relationships that you have with them, not needing or wanting anything, just being in the room. And, you know, eventually that turns into, for me, it has turned into real strong relationships and just friendships, um, texting and calling and being invited to different functions. And, you know, what? I get invited to a lot of functions. And, yes, I do say no. But at the same time, when I show up, I know how to show up and 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 be who I am. So this way, it's not a problem to all. I, and I say that meaning that sometimes you go to events that it's just your friend there. They're not the editor and you're there supporting as a friend. You shouldn't be pitching work. You should be hanging out, having a good time. That's what I'm saying. Um, and editors move all over. So if you're really good to an editor and you have a great rapport with them, wherever they go, they're going to take you with them because they'll be like, oh, you know what? Kimberly's easy. She always has great content or she always has someone she can recommend to me and say, like, if if I don't have something for an editor and they call me, I will go, hey, my friend Campbell Minister or, you know, my friend um, Kelly Finley has something. Like, I'll let people know or Iantha, Carly, whoever. I'll be like, oh, this person has something. I know they're working on something. Um, pitch them, here's the information. And that's how you should do it. I'm just saying, but without further ado and without having this long lengthy intro, here is Amy Flurry. Enjoy the episode. And welcome back, Amy Flurry. How are you, my friend? Hi, Gail. Uh,
1: (laughs) I'm just happy, you know, I'm just happy for this day. You know, I still, I still think about what we went through so often these last three years I know we're all ready to move from it but this time of year I think particularly and thinking about down here in the south the dogwoods are blooming and I just remember that first year of COVID you know like I made dogwood um, blooms out of paper and send it to people because I was just so desperate <laughs> like I was I'm just like miss you <laughs> thank I you of you. Yes, you know I it am. was just God. so anyway we're good. Happy to be able to, you know, show up at work and do good things.
0: Awesome. That is, that is wonderful. I mean, that's really how you have to approach life. I feel like mm-hmm. you have to find the joy wherever you can. You, you can't always be 100% happy, even though that's what I would love to be. But I also know that in my lessons, um, mm-hmm. a lot of growth that needs to happen. So I'm always Oh yeah, I'm grateful when it's done. I'm not grateful when I'm going through it. (laughs) No, I know, and it doesn't mean that I'm always happy or that. Look at the news. I'm
1: like, oh my, are we still here? You know, like I just. So I have to learn to work harder to center, yes, and and be present in how Amy Flurry is going to be present in the day because I will really, you know, you can come and done with just so much information and and um, lack of progress or whatever we want to.
0: uh, Yeah, the sensory overload is stunning. It's very for real. Um, So we had a lot that we discussed last time. And I always enjoy my conversations with you. Let's, I know it had piqued your interest when I said I'm getting a lot of people wanting me to interview them. And then where their uh, information is sent, their portfolio is sent, it's all renderings. And I've been seeing like Mm -hmm. this go on for a minute. And it's really been getting under my skin. And I just, I just, I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about what is the new way that people are, um, how should people be pitching to magazines now? Because life has really changed a lot Mm -hmm. of how we have access to everyone now, more so than what we did before. But how do you make sure that that access you use in a positive and not like, my work belongs in arch- Architectural Digest. I mean, right. oh, sweetie, it belongs in the mail or in your local newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, boy. Yes, don't we want to have that kind of honesty sometimes with people showing you their work. But, okay, so, yeah, the state of pitching design projects in 2023, pretty much, you know. Yes. We've been, it is a little, it is a little, It is a lot different, but so many of the fundamentals remain the same, you know? And one of those has to be, like, we are professionals both on the designer side and on the editor side. So, you know, letting people do their work and creating a plan and doing your work before, really, really before you ever reach out just because you're excited because you've got your pictures back from the photographer, you know? Mm -hmm. Really, really reading the places that you think you really are a good fit and then really putting your pictures up next to them and say, do these look like they belong in this?
0: (gasps) That is so
1: good. That's what I always, like, that's, because quite often those places might use those images if you've, you know, purchased usage rights or if the, Uh you know, if the photographer... Um, you know, if right. the magazines have the budget to pay again for them. But um, that, that's really that kind of bar is like, really, and honestly, can you put those pictures, you know, next to a page of what you want to be a part of and, and ask yourself, do, is it does it look like it already belongs?
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so here's the th- here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What if they mm-hmm. do look and they do put it side by side? You know, some people's vision is messed up.
1: Yeah, and what if they still? Well, think- that's why you have editors of that magazine because, you know, the the editor's job is to create a point of view for that magazine. That's the. <laughs> I live it's by fine. a railroad. A railroad track. I don't know if you can hear that, but the train it's just fine. said hello. Yeah, I have
0: three. Um, you oh, know, train of the dogs. But go you, ahead. Get <laughs> you get it.
1: You get. So, so, you. Um, that's why you have editors. They are there to create something magnificent and something new and unique and interesting and around their point of view. And I cannot stress this enough. Like, it's not for everybody. They have a certain audience. House Beautiful has a certain person they're going after, readership they're going after. You know, El Decor has a, a certain audience they're going after. Your regional magazine has a certain audience they're going after, probably a certain neighborhood. Right. You know, so that's, that's the editor's job is to put together something that is really good and engaging. And that's what you don't have control of. So oftentimes you can pitch something that really could belong in that magazine. It's there, but they already have a project that looks like that and they're looking for a different look. So they're going to pass. Even if it's that quality and caliber because I mean that happens all the time uh-huh. it just half of it is about timing half of it is about photography half of it is about you know persistence and then a little luck and then really what the magazine needs versus you know and the only people that know that are the editors who are putting it together so that's why that persistence okay you get a know here what's your next what's your next person in the plan next you know and that's why having that plan that's why we you know just create a plan a kind of strategy okay of, hey, this is the this is our dream mm-hmm. and we still think it's a good fit if they pass then what if they pass then what you know right no is never a no forever you know right. so that veranda may pass for now you might bring them another project you know but they've seen the work and that's part of creating the relationship they see the good work and they're like hey going to pass on this for now. Um, Come back to us with, with, you know, if you have anything else we're interested, you know, they're seeing your work, they're getting to know you. Um, That's, that's valuable. That's part of it too. But nobody wants to think of that as part of it, to be quite honest, because Mm -hmm. they have to wait. (laughs) <laughs> you know, right, the, right. that is, really is part of it, as is going to functions where editors are, you know, meeting them, not pitching them at those places, but meeting oh my them, God, yes. su- supporting <laughs> them, you know, supporting <laughs> them, too. It's, it's a process.
0: I tell people all the time, it's relationship, it, like how good it is. it is building a relationship. And when you said going to an event, like tonight I have to go to Kips Bay, the Black Tie event. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I will see a bunch of editors, but it's going to be a fun time. I'm not there to pitch. And no, they, that's... Yes. People get it wrong. They think like, oh my God, now's the time. And I was like, there's nothing more annoying when you're just trying to have a pleasant evening and just like enjoy the oh, meal, yeah. of your surroundings and someone is in your ear like, notice me, see me, do you see I've me? I've got
1: something for yeah. you. Yeah. When all they can say is like, well, email me the project. You know, that that's the only way they're, that's the way they need to see it in the first place. So you know, you gotta, you gotta know better. And, and, but I really feel like that is part of the process. Your local design center, a lot of times those editors will, you know, be sitting on panels or giving talks, showing up and supporting and meeting them. And then you pitch something later, you know, but it's really important to kind of be seen in the design community too.
0: Yeah. I, I just laugh because I think people get it wrong all the time and, and don't really understand um, and like you, you said, just because it's no for now, it's just for now. It's not mm-hmm. in perpetuity. And for me, I just feel like it would only incentivize me to make sure I, my next project is that much stronger. Oh, so yeah, I get their attention.
1: Because really, your list of editors that you want to cultivate over a lifetime of work is not that deep of a list. And they're going to move around, you know, and they're going to take you into the next place. They're going to, they want to maintain those relationships, that ease of working, that, you know, progress of following or following the progress of your work too, Mm -hmm. you know, and that gives them confidence. So, so really that list you know is very manageable it just doesn't feel like that when you first get started that's why you have to be reasonable that's why you have to read recipe for press you know just like Once get, the, get the fundamentals and just kind of understand like your starting point but over the scope of your your entire career that list of editors that you work with is going to be small and you would need to know about twice as many for you know to really nail down that list but it's not Um, hundreds you know and it's not out of reach but it's just kind of a growth you know it's a starting with your regional publications I love that going to a national you know online a lot of people like pitch print Mm -hmm. and the editor comes back and they're like well we'd love to you know put this we in our online pages right and then you hear the sigh like it's just online but that's that's a great story. Some places will never even consider you for print unless you're online. True, and here's so, so it's this, very hard to control that
0: process. You know. Yes, and the other thing because that did hurt my feelings one time. I was like, <laughs> I put you online, I was like, online. <laughs> but then, you know, into my husband, he's like, "It's better because that stays online. All people have to do is just move forever. And yeah. All these things will pop up. So he's like, "You got to look at it that way too." And, you know, yes, it's nice to be in a magazine, but after a while, when you do the purging, unless you're like me and you keep the very first magazine you ever purge, uh-huh. you know, it becomes a yeah. problem. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, you you have to really be mindful about it. Here's a question I have yeah. for you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: This content is so important and people are so on Instagram and what they're doing on Instagram and everything is the gram, the gram, the gram. hmm <laughs> An interior designer and a content creator, how how do they all end up on the same top 100 list or the top 40 list when one is a content creator period and the other one is a real designer? And I've been seeing that because that content creator dabbles in design in their home and the spaces they always show is oh, yeah. in their home. But then I'm like, how do they end up on the list of, you know, one of the people to yeah. watch that you wanna hire, which I think is unfair. To interior designers who are actually like this is their bread and butter. Does that make sense? Oh yes. Okay, so I see a parallel here. Like today, I was
1: I was pitched by a PR professional to go to something in High Point, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, wait, I'm not going to name names (laughs) here. Right, right, right. right. I I just pitched you for inclusion in a magazine, right, as a writer. So that kind of writer, PR, brand, content, cop, copy, creator, you know. Right, right. Also, it, to me, because probably my age and, and I was, it was always just church and state. Right. And, you know, now there's just been this blending. Editorial for me, true editorial still, still is um, one thing. You know, it's not advertising. Right. But you have this advertorial and you have this editorial promotion so it's also kind of murky you know now just like what you're talking about is become very murky Mm -hmm. however in the in the kind of understanding of where you want to be and where your peers are I think that's where you, again you can't control this this is the this is the environment we, we live in all these things have a lot of gray area right now true but your peers know and there are kind of um, levels I, I, I think um, it, it, you know of design the design work shows I mean you just I'm sure there's some good pretty, rooms and everything but that is very different the big interior designer who does a lot of custom work who continuously you know who has a portfolio of that kind of work but it's just you know the the whole influencer and that that's um uh, it's it's the same in fashion influencer editor (laughs) Uh, all these people sitting in the same row, you know, it used to be like only the print editors, you know, only the Anna Winters and then, right. oh, and Celebrity, you know. Right. So, so we're just seeing this is now trickle down into this area. I personally, it's just overwhelming for me. Okay. And my, me my team meeting this morning, and these are young people, and I see it in the youngest among my staff, mm-hmm. this movement back to slow, to print to tangible to real books and this is the the youngest on our team who's early you know mid-20s i'm sorry um love it. and she's telling me that because she's like it's just it's just too much and i think we're all feeling like a little bit it's just too much so you know i think we kind of grasp onto what we know is real and represent that in our work but also know where you want to go with your work and, and communicate that well, Gail. I do, I do think there is something to communicating um, the, the process.
0: Yeah, I had this um, conversation a while ago with Kelly Lamb of Root Magazine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she was at an event that I, um, I was attending and she was like, when you're pitching people, make sure you know how to spell their names. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's like <laughs> the first,
1: sentence. might be the first sentence in my book. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but like
0: one. yeah, yeah. even she had to be like, hey, it's K-E-L-L-I, like, you know, yeah. and yeah. really yeah. double check. And um,
1: there, yeah, no. those are, there are those fundamentals of pitching, you know, like, yeah. also don't stuff like 20 high resolution images in the email, <laughs> you know, like, here's <laughs> everything. Yeah, all high res. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, no, I just need to see one or two and then I would get back yeah. to you. I just, is it that everybody wants to be a celebrity designer? All of us, not all of a sudden that it seems like it's such a saturated market, or is it just because we now live on social media, it's a saturated market?
1: It's so it's so fun how deep your questions are, Gail. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These
0: are the- I was like,
1: (laughs) these are the things that keep you up at night. I I can tell.
0: (laughs) Yes, because I'm always curious. I'm like, well, why wouldn't that be? And how is that? And how, who makes this list? We have 30, 30, 40. under I was like, what about 60 under 60? And
1: what about, what about, why are we just compartmentalizing all of this all the time too, you know?
0: Yes. You know, Um, it's it's the conversations that if you're not in your twenties or your thirties, then all of a sudden it's like you're an old designer, you're a traditional designer. And I'm like, no, there's a lot that people can do. I think the pigeonholing makes me crazy. Yeah, And then you've got the advanced stuff, and you've got these
1: 80 year olds coming on strong with the Instagram and you're like, I just give up. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I think the reason why this is happening, having come from fashion a long, long time ago and seeing it, how the speed at which it moves and the nature of design it was in home always follows you know Mm -hmm. but the nature of design and the beauty and the fact that like okay this is what I'm trying to say is home always followed fashion I'm starting to see this like shift that home is fashion (laughs) you know
0: it is and I, I it's it's very interesting. There was another uh-huh. I was listening to, and this gentleman used to work in the fashion industry. And then during COVID, you know, he just started taking pictures of his home and things that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we're at home. Yeah, and literally yeah. blew up. Blew yeah. up and didn't go back to work for the company that he was working for, but did for himself. And, you know, it, it it's just a very interesting story how a lot of these people have just um how they're coming up and I... and
1: you're gonna have you're gonna have really great talents anytime at any time they could do that and they are worth watching you know there are there are a handful of those people yes yeah all the time you know and and they're never going to look like everybody else no yeah. um and I like that you know I like to I like to see that but uh On the the making a living out of it part, I haven't quite grasped, and I still think that there's so many things that companies, you know, with affiliate marketing, magazines and digital, the digital components of it, and, you know, writing for SEO and writing for eyes, and Mm -hmm. that people are still putting that together and putting together teams to make, to, to say what that is, but I'm not sure that they can actually say it yet, you know, yeah. still putting together what that looks like to be a profitable business. And there's so many avenues of these things. And now so many, I guess that every, I, I talk about this with one, one of my partners mm-hmm. um, with any business, say a very small product-based business, you know, has to suddenly, have these shoppable portals and then every day you're approached by other larger companies who have their marketplaces yeah and now you've got to go through this process of getting market on their marketplace and then the next day you're approached by somebody else on their marketplace and suddenly these small companies well it seems like big opportunities are so in the weeds of technology trying to figure out all these opportunities, but you don't really know what's tried and true. True. You you really don't, none of them, I mean, it's, so I, I'm I'm saying that to say that on the, I've always talked about press as there are so many opportunities, right? But you really, and there, and on the last time we talked, we talked about opportunities. I mean, I've seen churches now have, Publications, you know, like lifestyle publications. You were on the cover of your alma mater, you know. Yep. Um, there, there,
0: that was very for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, mag. Um, sorry, manufacturers have great publications. We've seen, you know, Schumacher go from bulletin to Frederick, and that's available to the consumer, you know, on the stands alongside House Beautiful, and not just talking about Schumacher. So there, you know, newsletters, realtors, real estate people now have digital media teams to put together content, you know, shared that that is also a great place for designers to be, quote, published, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so the opportunities are vast. It's just the people come to me or to people like me to really create a plan and to understand like this does not happen overnight. Get yourself a plan that that supports the growth of your business and where you want to go. Because as we talk about a lot, press is about where you want to go, not about where you've been. True. And then be patient with it and stick with it and support your editors and support your design community and, and, you know, work with, as you are able to, as your projects grow and you have more budget, be able to, you know, work with the really, the good photographers, work with a better photographer next time, yep. hire a stylist the next time because it does make a difference, you know, and you'll, that's, that's a slow march to press. Sometimes it's faster for others, but, you know, and not all, not all projects have to have that the best photographer, but that project might start out being published in your regional publication. You oh, know. God, I love that. <laughs> oh, I did- can I tell you something else that we've noticed
0: a lot? Tell me, tell me. Okay.
1: Have you been hit up to be like quoted as an expert um, for a lot of online articles?
0: Yes. And- I have mm-hmm. to say I've been turning down a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: only because I feel a little, I feel uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. And it's such last minute and everything that they need. And, and it takes a lot of time to formulate just, a proper on, response. Yeah. I've been on yeah. a lot and I was like, I'm yeah. trying to fit stuff in. And now I'm just like, no, I just got to say no. If it's meant for me, it'll come back around. But right now, no, because I'm traveling a lot for clients yeah. and it's kind of hard to like, for me, I'll say for me to pivot and be like, okay, this is where my brain <laughs>
1: do it. Well, I've been hearing the same thing from a lot of designers that, you know, are seasoned, have had press um, and that maybe work with a publicist or have that in place in house. And they're just like, huh, oh, I just don't count this as press anymore. So I would say that's, that's, that may feel like that for you. And that's because of where you are in your press journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is a lot and we've noticed an the uptick in this, and we've really had to manage, um, for the few, few designers that we work with, uh-huh. um, we've had to manage those, you know, and only if it's a really, really great fit or, if that designer has not had a lot of press yet that is a an okay that's a good um and can be a good you know uh way into working with those those writers um but it is like we we've, we've seen an uptick and just how just how many and so making that decision is this right for you does this make sense for you you don't have to say yes to all of them you know you want to say yes to the ones that like really align with either a specialty of yours or something you really enjoy talking about and you see in your work, you know, something that you can reference that
0: makes sense to the firm. I love that. I love that. Okay. So before we go, gorgeous woman, <laughs> where can the people find you?
1: Oh you know it's all now under Amyfleury.com. Um that big fat media list that we put together and have done for almost 10 years now. Um, that is a a living breathing (laughs) daily thing for my team Um, and and the books the two books and then the pitch wheel that little tool we created to kind of help you remember the timeline of editorials you know of editorial when and pitch Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's all under amy flurry under products
0: you'll find me there well, thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, she will be back. We have a lot.
1: More- <laughs> oh my goodness. It's always so fun to, to kick this around. It's a big topic.
0: It is. It is. All
1: ever changing too. Very,
0: It's very fluid. So. Listen, it changes every second. I, I mm-hmm. can't keep up anymore. And I'm like, okay, what is your goal? And when things come up that's on your goal list, then go for it. Other than that, you'll make yourself crazy. Just focus and do your business. Do your best. <laughs> do your best do business yeah. i love it yeah um, i love the
1: podcast gail
0: thanks for having me on again thank you for, for coming on i appreciate you great right <laughs> day okay you too thank you for listening to the design perspectives podcast as always i'm your host gail m davis i really appreciate you listening please don't forget to rate me on itunes It is super important and will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on Design Network Platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.